3SFX presents the Hindu Podcast with your host, T. Sterling Watson. Good morning, Indubians. I'm T. Sterling Watson. And I'm Courtney. This is the Indu Podcast, where Drive Time meets late night talk show, where we aim to entertain, enlighten, and provide an auditory escape with knowledge and nonsense. Thank you for stopping by and pressing play. We're recording live from Little New Indubia on the corner of Tachaka and MLK Drive. And uh, Courtney, how are you doing? I am doing so good. How are you? I am doing well. I've just recovered from like a an illness or a sickness or a cold, whatever you want to call it. It's mostly gone. And now I'm going to be talking for at least the next hour or so. And just what the voice needs when it's mm-hmm. still, I guess, in recovery mode. I don't know. Yep. Just you know, push it to its limits. Right. Maybe, maybe I'll calm <laughs> down. I'll, I'll get into like soft, like, you know, um, <clears throat> I'm trying to think of like a quiet storm kind of thing. Quiet storm. Yeah. Get nice yeah, and my, low, nice and sexy. I, <clears throat> trying to drop i'm trying to drop in an octave and i can't because then you won't hear me at all right now so that uh, just proves that my voice is not at a hundred percent because i could know okay wait nope that's almost there oh good evening ladies nope can't do it never mind just we're just gonna move on we're just gonna move on <laughs> uh yeah you're you're good you just came back from holiday that's what i've been calling it what is a little bit of a getaway vacation what's why are you so well? Today is your buffer day. Yes. I, I'm just throwing a whole well, bunch of information out. <laughs> you are. That's fine. No, I love it. So we, me and Daniel, went to Eureka Springs this weekend. It was kind of a, there was a reason. Um, like he is getting ready to start a new job. And so he um, has some time off and we're just like, well, this is perfect. We can, you know, go somewhere out of town um and so we're trying to f- figure out a place where we could go uh because i ha- he had asked me to take off time so like we could hang out together i was like that's the perfect idea so i did and we wanted to go somewhere that you know so we could do stuff but not go somewhere where we always go um mm. but we couldn't like go too far because you know it gets more expensive the farther you go sometimes very and true so, yes so anyway we decided on Eureka Springs and had the best time, the best time ever. Stayed in the cutest um, Airbnb, which was like a, almost like a studio apartment, except it was like a little cottage. So um, mm. a structure that stood on its own, no surrounding rooms or anything like that. And the best part is that it was down in the downtown area. Now, Eureka Springs is tiny, so I say downtown uh, <laughs> it is with, um, in the perspective that, you know, it is, it is the town's downtown, <laughs> not very big, it, but very happening. And so if they, if this I, was a town that had like maybe a few sh- like stoplights, this was the place mm-hmm. where the stoplights were. Yes. Hmm. Yes. So yeah. I mean, it's, I mean, the rest of like the non-downtown area is fine. In fact, we did have to, like, in order to go to this one restaurant we wanted to go to, we had to get in the car to drive there, but it's still a tiny, tiny, tiny town, but it's also very hilly. It's all, it's called the, or used to be referred to as the stair-step town, literally Mm -hmm. because it's on a mountain and it's curvy and windy and 
like you you climb stairs or you go up inclines go down inclines mm. to get to where you need to go so sounds it's a like waterbury small... connecticut oh yeah well it's a well, very I... yeah well and well eureka springs is a very like the i can't say square footage but like the surface no that's not right either <laughs> the the whole area of it is not a whole lot but they have packed so much stuff in there um mm. And so, but it just, it, it really made the difference um, to be able to walk to the majority of everything we wanted to go to because parking is kind of not great. And if we were to park, I mean, there's parking lots and stuff, but there was like an event this weekend. So there was probably more people in town, which means parking would have been a little harder, but you got to pay to park. So we really had the best of both worlds where we could, like I said, walk to everywhere we wanted to go. Um, if we had a later night, we didn't have to worry about driving um, to get back to the to the place. We could just walk there. Um, so it was perfect. So we ate, we drank, we shopped, we walked everywhere. <laughs> it was just it was just really good. It's really good. Hmm. Um, That's good. So yeah, I mean, we needed. I didn't know we that. needed the vacation. Plus, no, I'm just saying we needed the vacation just to hang out together. Plus. It is a bit of a celebration because Daniel is, you know, starting a new chapter and it's exciting and it's just kind of his version of a buffer, you know, Um, between mm -hmm. jobs. So that's good. And that's necessary. I don't recall if I've actually done that before I left like the hospital and going to Espen. And um, Mm -hmm. I know I did have that week off. I don't think we went anywhere or did anything, but it was just nice not Mm -hmm. to go anywhere or be in Mm -hmm. demand. So that was nice. Uh, You did send me pictures, which I, first of all, I didn't know it was an Airbnb. So Mm -hmm. that's cool. And it doesn't sound like you had to deal with your hosts at all. Like, you know, them being there or in the building because it was only just the one room. And Mm -hmm. I mean, I mentioned all of that because that was exactly what happened with our honeymoon where the host was there. She stayed upstairs. I mean, bless her heart. She was great. She was very great hostess, uh, very accommodating, but it was just weird because we knew she was there and we didn't want to like disturb her, even though like, yeah, it was, it was just weird. Yeah. But I mean, and that's one of the reasons. So Daniel kind of, took the lead on that um on finding a place to say and also this is kind of a last minute like here's an idea let's figure it out in 24 hours type of situation mm-hmm. like we like i booked the room on a friday and we checked in on saturday something like that so wow. um <laughs> it was a it was a fortunate find um but also just like a we decided to go for it and went for it type of situation. So, I mean, we had been talking about it, but we didn't have to actually make the the plan and the decision and take action until probably that Friday. Um, but this, this is also one of the reasons we chose and decided on what we chose is because um, we didn't want to have to interact with anyone. Actually, just about every Airbnb that I've, I've done, I didn't have to, um interact with anyone it's always been a freestanding something i guess that's just what i prefer like i don't want to do an apartment i don't want to do a house that i have to that there's like you're just renting a room um that i've never wanted to do that and so i've always been able to find something like what we had this weekend um 
including my I've even stayed it was on the owner's property in fact like we the parking spot was in their under their carport which was close to their front door but there was like a walkway like it was kind of the main house was kind of up on a hill and then you walk down to get to the um it was just like a little almost like a little beach house but like a tiny tiny little room with just a bed a little kitchenette, you know, a deck that, and that's it. Or in the bathroom, of course. Um, oh. But that's the only, that's the closest I've ever been to um, an owner. Uh, but see, we didn't even sleep in the same like area. We just had to park the car. But yeah, I typically when I travel, I want to not deal with anyone <laughs> <laughs> like sleeping wise and stuff. So. Right. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, I'm, Glad you were able to continue this streak and hopefully you never encounter the person like, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to bump into you and we were never supposed to meet. But um, yeah, 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 that is I've only been to one Airbnb Airbnb and so far that's been my experience. So I'm like, mm, mm, gotcha. let's do let's do hotels. But but hey, I, I'm open to making sure that that is not something that will happen. So I don't have to worry mm-hmm. about disturbing my host i guess just you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, or just running into them like oh i didn't see you there or i was yeah mm-hmm, yeah mm-hmm, yeah but, i mean it, it was all good like i said she was really nice we ended up having like a really good conversation when we were leaving but yeah still it was just yeah i just like to have that like you i don't want to see anybody <laughs> so yeah, yeah. or, or know that you're it. there or Nope. Creeping around yep. in the middle of the night, which which is exactly mm-hmm. what was happening, because no, that, well, her son was going off and had to go catch the bus or something, or or get on a bus. I don't know, but the bus mm-hmm. they had to leave at like three in the morning for that to happen. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, so it was it was a whole thing, and we kind of knew when they left, and then knew when they got back, or when she got back. I don't know, but it was it was just yeah. Because we just couldn't wait to go yeah. off and do things, so we weren't mm-hmm. around. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, but I'm glad. You, Completely I'm glad understand. you had a good time. Mm-hmm. Yes, you you did text me some pictures of like some pretty buildings, which I was like, "Oh, is that where you're staying? Is that where you're staying?" But they were not <laughs> where you're staying at all. It was more pictures of downtown. No. However, you know, and I I did take take a picture that I will send to you. It was the actual cottage because I was like, I don't have a picture of the cottage, and I don't want to be able to. I mean, I want to, I don't want to have to hunt this thing down whenever I want to think about the awesome weekend, you know? (laughs) Right, 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 right. So yeah, please share that along. But the more important question, because with all the things that you did send me, you sent me an interesting cocktail that was uh, an an original creation from the bartender, which I keep, Mm -hmm. like every other bartender, I kind of, not that I see a lot of them. I just went back once you told me that this bartender created his own drink. I mm-hmm. just kind of rolled back the few handful of times that I've been to a bar or even to like a Ruby Tuesdays. And mm-hmm. like the bartender there was like, yeah, this is a drink I made up. Try it. So, yep. <laughs> yeah, so that was cool. But no, no, we need to talk about the salmon that you had, the questionable green veggies mm-hmm. that are laid on top of, which <laughs> you're saying is broccoli and um, mm-hmm. this sauce. I'm curious of what the sauce is because I'm always trying to find a good sauce to go with my salmon. So what mm-hmm. was the sauce? So they told me, and I literally don't know. So he, and there is another guy, I guess he worked there. Um, maybe he was a cook because he seemed to understand how to make it and how to like ruin it as well. And so 
Hmm. He so it's just some sort of buttery, creamy sauce that, yeah, I definitely if like like the sauce itself was kind of drizzled on top of the veggies and on top of the salmon and like you know how when you take a bite of something or when you when you cut into something sometimes like not all sides of that something are covered in the sauce yeah i mm-hmm. made sure that every bite was covered in the sauce because it was so good and it was so rich um um i can't tell you what the sauce was because i don't know but it was delicious you know the mushrooms on the side i do love my mushrooms i Gross. made sure to eat everything on this plate mind you but like dipping the dipping the um mushrooms further into the sauce and honestly i thought the the broccoli was asparagus as well but taking a bite of it i'm like no this is broccoli it's just like that long i mean because you could see even the trees you know the the leaves mm-hmm. on top of the trees so it's broccoli um I mean, clearly you, would... you would know it was your plate. So you, <laughs> after you ate the salmon, you saw what was left over and like, okay, those are, uh-huh. those are broccolis or maybe they're stretched out broccolis, spaghetti, spaghetti broccoli. It's a new vegetable that they're working out. So, sure. um, sure. and you, you did notice I ignored the, the mushrooms and I, I might even I go back and edit this and just wow. erase you wow. talking about the mushrooms. Cause literally don't no. erase me talking about the mushrooms because we don't acknowledge the fungus fair. here. The fungus mm-hmm. among us. We stop being such know, a baby. We, it, we don't do that here. Good and it's no, good no, no. for you. Mm. It's gross. Mm. It just garbage. pops out of nowhere. It's. Did you say it's garbage? Yes, I agree with you. Yes, <laughs> thank you. We're on the same page now. This buttery, wow. creamy sauce. You said it was rich. Like, did you get any hints of anything else? Because it's something that it is really hard. Because I'm like, I'm gonna try to recreate this, but I can't recreate something that I've never tasted. So no, I don't. I don't, I don't know. know. But maybe I'll I'm, I'm gonna. It. Well, I was gonna say I'm gonna try to look up look look it up on the menu, like online. But mm-hmm. I <laughs> can't guarantee. You know, because it's a small. You know, all of those are just local restaurants um and so i'm sure they're subject to change their menu every now and then or add Mm. to it or whatever so it's it's possible that this thing is not even on the menu but i'm gonna look Mm. it up and i will report back to you what i find okay okay sounds good to me i mean this is a a small little town like you said it's got you know one street light so maybe it doesn't have (laughs) uh, their own website so that's fine but we will you know move along i do have a question for you this has nothing to do with um salmon or your your holiday away however it is something Mm -hmm. that happened this past weekend where there is a movie that has been breaking all of the records everywhere it's a a legit uh blockbuster and Mm -hmm. i have not watched it yet but what i'm really curious about at this particular moment is how you pronounce blank and Luigi, so Mario. Uh, Mario. Okay, I say it the same way. Mario. I was listening to not Mario. So, that's what I was hearing. Mario. No, like, wrong. Ugh. It, I I internally shudder because I'm like, why are you saying it like that? Like Mary, Mary. I, I don't know. It's just it's so bizarre to me that people pronounce it that way. And I was listening to a podcast about stocks and such and whatever. And they were talking about how big this movie is and how you know important it is to like even Nintendo stock went up like 6% because this movie was doing so well. 
but oh, wow. they kept pronouncing <laughs> it the Mario Brothers. I'm like, oh my god, what did I just what? wanted to cringe. Yes, <sighs> yes, <sighs> that's terrible. So terrible. I was I was so bothered by this, and and now I need to go ask more people. Like, how how do you say this word? Like, because it's easier that way, or I can do what I did for you and like you know fill in the blank. How do you pronounce mm-hmm. it? And then. I know whether or not to like invite them to a function or not, because like, you know, I can't, I can't like, I mm-hmm. won't speak to you anymore because how dare you? Why? Why would it? Yes. I have not seen you the know, film itself, but yeah. I haven't either. I'm waiting to take the kids to see it. Cause we wanted to take them to see it in 3d. Um, and it just, when it came out, it was like in the middle of a school week. And, but I will say that, Mario Lopez. I've heard them pronounce his name Mario. And I don't know mm. how he chooses to pronounce it. But that really <laughs> makes a difference because if he it, says Mario, yes. I don't I think I'm gonna have to, you know, I don't know. I think I'm gonna have to not stand for him. It's not like I stand for him a whole lot to begin with, but I we can't be friends anymore or something, you know? So you mean you're going to like disconnect from him disown, because yes. of how he pronounces his own name his own name yes mm. you heard correctly okay so i mean if if i were to suddenly start using my first name and start saying you can pronounce it tyrell which is not how it's pronounced which actually isn't like a huge bother to me honestly personally but <laughs> i mean mm. There are other people around like, me that will correct. I just feel like Mario is wrong. Um, mm-hmm. And I feel like the single, the singer, the singer, he pronounces it Mario too. Doesn't he Mario? Does he? I think so. Mm-hmm. Singer's name. I, I would have to, I need to go like specifically Google like people announcing like coming to the stage. Mario Lopez, <laughs> and then yeah, because Mario has that kind of almost like a sing songiness to it. Like it's I'm a, talking about the 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 hip hop singer, the singer, right, right. Yeah, I'm, I had to throw in a last name. Mario, I know gotcha. you're talking about Mario, the singer, the R&B crew, yeah. um, yeah, of song fame that I can't think you of any songs that he sings. Yes, sings there's one. Song. Yeah, he does sing that song. I'll be I can't name any other more. Me either. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't. But I do need to kind of Google now just to see if I can like find some award show or some kind of concert where someone announces him and how they pronounce his name. Or or maybe there's some kind of show where he's like, I'm debuting myself for the first time. My name is Mario. And then I'm like, ooh, <laughs> no more. This is why like we don't listen to you today because of how you say your name. So mm, I can't. I don't like it. I don't like it. You know what? I, I don't like it. Uh, and I haven't seen the movie, but I, I do intend to. I did hear from a trusted source. They didn't quite care for it because of the writing on it. And I was waiting um, for my brother-in-law to see it, which I think he's actually going to see it tonight as we record. So I'll have to get mm-hmm. his views on it because he is like the 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 Mario. <clears throat> Mario <laughs> is how it's mm-hmm. pronounced. The Mario enthusiast. Mm-hmm. So... If he says it's good, then I believe it's good without even me having to see it. But I do still want to see it and take the little one with with me to go see it. And then 
hopefully no one in the movie also calls him Mario because then I just might have to just like just get up and leave. I'm like, that's it. I can't watch this movie anymore. I can't do it. Nope. Among other reasons, but yeah. I mean, one of them. Have you heard the? Hmm? Have you heard the phrase? It's a me, Mario. I have, I have. I feel like that's borderline racist, but yes, I have heard that phrase. And borderline um, racist, but that's what he says. He pronounces it Mario. He does. He does. Like, um, I was I was gonna say hard R, but it's like a a hard A, or is that a soft A? (laughs) Um, I don't know. Uh, Okay. I don't know. That's a good question. I mean, I feel like between the two of us being writers and word enthusiasts and we should know like what a hard A and a and a soft A sound like. But I there's those parts of English that I just never really clung to. I just learned mm-hmm. what rules I can bend or bend or break. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That, that's where I, you know, that's where I left off. Gotcha. Gotcha. But. I mean, the obvious thing that people, most people, when this movie was first announced, had an issue with was Chris Pratt being Mario. I was... Oh, yeah. He is, isn't he? Yeah. 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 And, and I'll just put Everybody it Everybody else was available, though. I'm, that's, that's the thing. Anybody else could have played this role. And, now, and, I'm, and I really don't want to sound like I'm knocking Chris Pratt because I don't have a problem with him. I just had a problem with him being in everything. Like, dude, yeah. you know, share the love. I know this is your time to shine, but can can you let some other people shine too? Like, and I I decided to do another quick little Google just to see mm-hmm. if there was any other Italian actors that are you know that are hot today that are on a streak, and mm-hmm. the first one that came up that was in the same bracket that was that had that bankability, Bradley Cooper. I, I really you know, yeah. First of all, I didn't know he was Italian. And second, I'm like, you know what? I'd like to hear him try a Mario accent or, you know, just <laughs> given that yeah. Mario his, you know, that that plumber spunk or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. So interesting. Just just a thought. I'm like and it's like again, I'm not knocking Chris Pratt, but like I kind of am a little bit cuz as you said, there are other actors out there. We we could search find somebody maybe make him hispanic maybe actually get mario lopez i don't know that seems like a good fit yeah yeah i don't know i'm gonna steal i'm gonna steal like watch the movie um but i'm just i don't know not uh, we'll see i'm gonna reserve judgment and just go watch the movie have a good time in 3d and it'll be fun Okay, I I agree with you. I think that's that's the best plan. And then we'll reconvene should we feel deem it necessary. And you, dear listener, if you actually do want us to come back and talk about the movie, get down to the nitty gritty, all the Easter eggs, which I have not watched any videos yet just to see like, hey, what's out there? I think I did watch one. And it was interesting the way that this guy talked about the movie because he didn't really give his opinion on if he liked it or not. And it just seemed like I was I was really trying to read him to see if like, did you like the movie? And it's hard to tell, but yeah, yeah, yeah. But we'll 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 move on from that. We'll move on. Um, I did promise two Black History facts for today because of uh my 
I don't want to call it neglect. It was just that there was a lot going on and I couldn't quite pin down a, a black history fact that I liked and felt worth sharing with the world. So today I found two black history, black history, black history, black history. Facts. And right now, if I can just find where those websites are, because I don't want to lose them again. Was this intended to be read today? Yes, because we have Sheboygan News, too, but we're not doing that yet. So um, <laughs> today we're going to talk about Dr. Charles Drew. You familiar with this name at all? Charles Drew? Mm-hmm. I don't believe so. Okay. Um, let's see. I'll skip that one there. Let's see, Dr. Charles Drew. No, no, I just want to get to okay. Drew was a famous physician, surgeon, and medical researcher who ex almost said exiled, who excelled in the area of blood transfusions. On October 1st, 1940, Dr. Drew was named as the supervisor for Great Britain's Blood Plasma Project. There was a great need for blood plasma to help in the life-saving medical efforts going on with World War II in Europe. Drew was recruited to, I'm going to say Dr. Drew, it sounds so informal that way. Dr. Drew was recruited to organize and administer a pioneering program in the storage and preservation of blood. The project was based in New York to recruit Americans to give blood to help soldiers and civilians in Great Britain. The program acquired, tested, stored, and properly shipped blood from approximately 15,000 people over a five-month period. The project was applauded as being very successful. I would say so. Mm -hmm. Dr. Drew is also credited in improving methods of blood storage, which aided in creating massive scale blood banks during World War II, which led to saving the lives of thousands of American soldiers. In 1941, Dr. Drew's research helped establish the American Red Cross Blood Bank. Oh, wow. So Nice. Is Dr. Charles Drew. So I'm like, oh, well, life-saving black folk because we're amazing like that. And now for your awesome. second... Yes, yes, it is. Second black history fact is where did you go? Okay, so there was two of them that I came across. One of them I, I feel like I definitely said before, but maybe I'll save it for next episode because why not? I realized that, you know, you never know. Even if I do say a particular or talk about a particular figure in history, and maybe I forgot. It's possible our dear listeners have forgotten too. Or maybe they just came in later and didn't hear me talk about it the first time. So I'm putting that out there now. So in case I do repeat something that I have talked about before, then, and it's possible that I may have forgotten that I talked about it. Mm -hmm. I just, we're just going to go with it. But this person I didn't, I'm pretty sure I did not talk about before. His name is Granville T. Woods. All right. Familiarity? Nothing? I'm not. Nope. Gotcha. All right. So one of the leading inventors of the 19th century and early 20th century, Granville T. Woods patented on April 7th, 1885. Sorry, I just had to <laughs> give it that old oldness. So, yeah, an apparatus for transmission of mess. Yeah, 
transmission of messages by using electricity. I got scared for a second because I thought this had to do with more blood transfusions. I'm like, wait, that's, that's not what you're supposed to be about. But yeah, just me misreading. Woods often described as the, I'm putting this in quotes because this is how it's written, the Black Edison. Actually, he won't twice in, he won, I'm sorry, he won twice in court defending his inventions from claims by Thomas Edison. Woods patented more than 50 inventions, including, um, okay, the synchronous multiplex railway telegraph. Ooh, that was a mouthful, which yeah. enabled communication between train stations from moving trains. This system completely changed the operation of the railway system, saving perhaps thousands of lives by allowing trains to communicate with each other while moving on the rails. Wood sold his tele, okay, his telegraphy, nope, his tele, telegraphony so, invention. Hmm. Okay. Sorry. No, I was going to try to help, but you got it. I guess. <laughs> Because I I did practice this. I reread it like in the car to myself out loud. I'm like, okay, nailed it. And here we are. Um, Wood sold his telegraphony. Let me see how it sounds weird. Invention, which was mm -hmm. a system in which a telegraph station could use a single wire to send messages by voice and telegraph to American Bell Telephone Company. He sold many of his inventions to General Electric, American Engineering, and Westinghouse. Woods was born on April 23rd, 1856 in Columbus, Ohio, and died on January 30th, day after my birthday, in 1910. Mm -hmm. Yes, I was born mm -hmm. in 1910. Um, yep, I knew it. And new, yeah, yep, see, I'm, I wasn't supposed to say that much, but I did, and here we are. I mean, we both knew, like, you and I, we are old people, but now you a little bit more people. of my age. Hey, hey. <laughs> you were just telling me the other day about something about being old. I don't remember specifics. I just <laughs> knew that it had to do with the both of us being old. And I said that we'll be like, we were already old. There was at one point in our life, you were knitting and I was watching Turner Classic movies, like just old black and white <laughs> movies. Mm -hmm. So old. And we've been old for years now. Since just, we were young, since we were young and Mm -hmm. Some young whippersnappers and just came out just just ready to be ornery <laughs> <laughs> basically mm -hmm. so there you have it your two black folks or, or black history facts basically <laughs> not just two black folks but two black history facts uh just people just making life better back then for us to be great now because blood transfusion saves lives and being able to communicate <laughs> with fast moving vehicles changed lives although there's some things happening i mean ironically enough out in ohio where trains probably would have done better if they communicated a little better or probably just slowed down but i'm not making light of the subject i'm just just saying that could have been avoided but we will move on from that now <laughs> i do have some sheboygan news for you nice Good morning, Sheboygan. Let's find my links again. Okay, there we go. I'm sorry. I, I apologize. This is actually sad Sheboygan news. Oh. So, I know. Hmm. Let me just cut to the chase. No Sheboygan brought days in 2023. No so, Sheboygan brought days? No brought days. There will that be no brought. Like terrible news. It is terrible. There will be no brats 
in any of these days in 2023. So I will I will read on. Sheboygan Brat Days will not take place in 2023. Organizers announced. Wow, I don't know why I'm struggling with this word. Print is much bigger this time, at least. Organizers <laughs> announced Monday, April 10th. The event is put on by the Sheboygan JCs. Shout out to them, whoever they are. In 2022, they announced they would be changing the format of the event. A post on social media said the 2023 cancellation is in correlation with last year's announcement that we are currently working to revamp the event. The Sheboygan JCs will continue to organize broad days. It is one of their largest fundraising projects. Proceeds are given back to the community, primarily through donations. So you can go ahead and continue to donate however you were donated before, but <laughs> no brats for you. That's got to be such a disappointing thing because I, for one, love a brat and mm -hmm. never had Sheboygan brats, but I would be mad if I was like used to it. And then they're just like, nope, we're going to going to cut it out for blah, blah, blah reason. Doesn't matter what the reason is. We want the brats. OK, <laughs> right. We want right. the brats. I, I'll, I'll bring it back a little bit. I'm pretty sure you can still find your brats. There's just not going to be a brat day like they i mean sheboygan is known no, I, for their want the day. their brats no yeah but i want the day okay. you want the days okay i, 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 I get days. it i get it with that Come being on. said is there something kind of <laughs> similar like in little rock like i'm thinking of meriden where my hometown is and they mm -hmm. have what they call the daffodil festival yes there are daffodils do you get to pick them no leave them in the ground and touch them <laughs> But we are there to celebrate the daffodils. It's just, it's Meriden's flower. It's yeah. it's a festival. It's it's a party. It's sure. it's, a, it's the happening. Um, okay. So if that were to be canceled, I feel like this might be the equivalent of that. Maybe. Not sure. But so we we used to have something called Riverfest, and don't give me the line because for a while it, it they had canceled it i think they're trying to bring it back i can't remember but i know i had stopped going because it just it was always it, it was always very crowded because it was just a very popular um event it always happened in the, the hottest part of summer um mm. traffic was always terrible and so i kind of stopped going but when it got canceled i was just like a lot more upset than I should have been for someone who stopped going to <laughs> to Riverfest, you know? So, yes. I don't know, because it's like a staple. It was a staple of, you know, the city culture and like, what do you mean you're canceling it? Excuse me? Because it just didn't make sense. Now, again, right. I don't even, I can't even remember if they kept it canceled or if I'm just tripping. Doesn't really matter. But, um, like I, because I, I quit going um but yeah right. like it just it it hurts you know it hurts um it's to hilarious to it me it, it's hilarious to me because i mean I, I really do feel the same way you do like about river fest like i feel that way about the daffodil fest because mm -hmm. there's a lot of people there i did go when i was younger and when i got older mm -hmm. i'm like i don't want to go there's way too many people there it's it's traffic and but then if yeah. they were to cancel it then i'm like what no Excuse daffodil you? festival i what right i wasn't going anyway but there's no daffodil fest yeah it would it's upsetting <laughs> so exactly. I, I totally get it right yeah uh, so i'm i'm <laughs> with you on that <laughs> even though you weren't that. planning on participating you're upset that it's not there that you so you can't yeah. 
not participate. So, so, so yeah. now I can't participate for real. Like I have no choice now and I don't, I want the choice to be able to participate. Um, mm-hmm. I don't want it just taken from me. You know, that's, that's not right. what I agreed to. So, you know, it's, it's, it's how a, I feel about most situation. Exactly. I feel the same way about most party invitations. Like I want to be invited, but I don't want to go. Exactly. 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 That's exactly the way to put it. I don't necessarily want to go, but don't you dare think about not inviting me. That's not what, no, invite me. Leave it, leave it to me to decide if I actually want to attend. And and maybe I'm going to make an appearance and then I'm going to leave. So I mean, that might happen. We'll see. We we don't know yet. You know, you're right. Did you see me uh, at Bratfest? Did you see me at Riverfest? You might have. You might have saw a picture, you know, me, you know, looking at the river and then I left. See, but I was there. I just need at least one or two pictures just just to prove I was in the number. So exactly. Exactly. Mm -hmm. I was there. I showed my face. Had a great time for those five minutes I was there. And then I'm out. Right. I um, because that's always been my my ideal plan is just to basically photobomb a bunch of like people posing for pictures or just be in the crowd, but just for a good like five minutes and then right no longer yeah you know, yeah right mm-hmm. so it's like oh no he's there it. and then they show me pictures like five years later <laughs> like yeah you were there weren't you I'm like I was I don't remember yeah. being there but yeah I was there mm-hmm. oh you got picture evidence yeah yeah see that's me right there I was there that's, I uh, mm-hmm. I was there. Yeah, just just make sure you tag me on Facebook, which again, I'm not on Facebook. I, well, I am, but you know, just I just show up in other people's pictures. Like oh, he's everywhere. I'm like, yeah, that's that's how I roll. So, with that being said, like <laughs> I had a thought, and then it just disappeared just that quickly, well, just like me being at a party. So, yep, I, I know. <laughs> just <laughs> the thoughts are there and they're gone. But I guess I'll just have to move on because I don't remember what that had to do with anything. What's and, that old um, age again? I mean, <laughs> just pull up a rocking chair. I yeah, will say this. Yeah. This is not part of my notes. We've been apartment uh, shopping or hunting, if you will. I don't know which term you like better. Uh, hunting is a little more violent, I suppose, because we find one, we stab it. So we go apartment uh, seeking. And some go. of them, <laughs> right, They on the sign, the signage doesn't always make it clear exactly what kind of a, a living establishment this is. Mm-hmm. And you don't find out until you get to maybe the main entrance and then you see a bunch of the elder generation in their little wheelie chairs. And uh-huh. it's not necessarily wheelchairs. Uh, yeah. yeah. They're their walkers or little sit and stool things. And mm-hmm. what once you see a line of those out by the front door, it kind of <laughs> gives you the hint like, okay, this is not a place not for a, uh, folks right. who don't need these uh, devices. <laughs> right, right. So I, I just wish that the signage was a little clearer that this is a a senior living community or mm-hmm. um, something to that effect. Because this yeah. was this actually we had such signage at a different place we were looking at. And I was wondering why it never showed up in any of the searches I was doing until I drove up to it myself and I saw the sign like, oh, this these um, houses are for like 65 and up I'm like up. Oh, that is why I cannot find it on here, and is why we are turning around immediately. Because <laughs> they don't they don't want us here because um we are yeah. too young. That's right. Well, but you know, nope. I actually have <clears throat> you may 
seriously speaking, you may actually want to look into um, staying there anyway, because I have, I know a couple people who have stated, you know, not exactly like in a senior home, but like in an area that's designated or kind of set aside for um, elderly folks. And, mm-hmm. you know, if you get the right location, sometimes they'll let you, they'll let you stay there, even if you're, you're not of a certain age. Um, mm. I think a lot of it has to do with um, the landlord and making sure that, well, them making sure that the younger person knows what's up, knows not to be out loud and rowdy because this is the community that we're, they're trying to um, like be in, which is really quiet, really low key. Mm-hmm. But I think if you get the right person, the right landlord, they may work with you and mm. allow you to stay there. So don't discount it just because it is, you know, advertised or meant to be, you know, for older folks because they may work with you. Well, I do thank I you know. for that, 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 you know, bit of knowledge because granted the only two places we looked at, I I'm fine with not living there because one of them was a legit apartment building and I mm-hmm. I don't want to bother. I'm good. Like let's let's not <laughs> let's not do that. We were we were actually just curious. We had no idea of what those buildings were until we drove up closer and saw like, mm-hmm. oh, that's why. Okay. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So we're 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 good. But I do thank you for that information because it could come in handy later down the road. Well, maybe not yeah. too far, other than, you know community living or maybe someone or, or, who's, li- who's listening might be interested i don't know exactly right and for me my concern would would be the littlest one that we have and he's rambunctious yeah. and loud i'm like i don't yeah. want to yeah i, I don't want to bring <laughs> that, that around to issue. just <laughs> right 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 so if you don't have any little rambunctious little little things running Buggers. around then you, yeah you should be fine should be fine maybe maybe depending on the landlord <laughs> Like what Courtney yeah. said. Yeah. So speaking of old people and young people, one of the bigger topics I wanted to tackle on this episode was death and taxes. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to get that <laughs> dramatic, but um so dramatic. That's how I kind of wrote it out. So let me back up a little bit. A couple of weeks ago, uh, my church had a a finances class. So it was more like a introductory, introductory introduction to like budgeting and how to finance properly. So oh, nice. Yeah. I love classes. And like it was, that. it it was, it was nice. I would say that it, I think I'm ready for the next class because this class really just kind of showed me that I'm on the right track, that I do have mm-hmm. a budget. I know how to, you know, I'm I'm aware of like where most of every little penny goes. Some of it mm-hmm. is taken away from me by apps that I use, which I can talk about later. And I've talked about before in this podcast, but not a long time. Mm-hmm. And this this class, this first class was really just an introduction to all of that because yeah. there are people that like myself that had more questions like, okay, so I know all of this. Like this isn't really too new what i need to know are things that i wish that was taught in school and those are things such as i mean budgeting should be something that's taught in school i don't and again i don't know if any of these things are taught now because we've we've been out of school since 1910 so i don't know (laughs) 
<laughs> at least, yeah. <laughs> at least, at least. So budgeting, writing checks, even though like who uses checks anymore, but they exist because they still I mean, exist. we receive yep. them. Yeah. Yep. So writing checks, um, retirement, as we just discussed, where you could live when you retire, but like mm-hmm. saving for retirement or even mm-hmm. 401ks. And is there mm-hmm. a 401j or 402k? I, I don't know <laughs> these things. Why is it called that? What does it do? What's an Roth IRA? Who is mm-hmm. IRA? Why does this exist? <laughs> these are, are questions that I would hope that we could get to like if they do another financial class like this i mean i can probably also find these answers on youtube or we can we can even do a segment one day where we because mm-hmm. i've been really trying to find a reason to come up with a explain it to me like i'm five segment so we can like jump into things like this because i don't know and like i'm i'm a grown adult person and there are grown adult issues such as 401ks and Roth IRAs and I don't know anything about them and I feel like I should and I'm having other peers ask me and I'm like I, I don't know I feel like I should know and, and I need an adult I need I need an adultier adult I think that might have been a phrase that you might have said maybe once upon yeah, a time probably that sounds yeah. like something I would say <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. I would love to do something like that I love I love that topic is of just adulting and life hacks and stuff like that and learning those things um and talking about what works for me what I've heard other people do what may work for you I love I love that kind of stuff so I would love to if we did have something do a segment or something I'm definitely in Mm, okay well I'll definitely I'll put it in the notes for a future episode or even just something um supplementary something we'll add maybe to some uh patreon but with Mm -hmm. before i even jump into patreon i do want to uh spoiler alert this will be my gratitude segment so we're when we get to that but there are definitely apps that have like helped me especially recently with like a whole bunch of issues going on things with Mm -hmm. cars and the importance of having like an emergency um savings Mm -hmm. uh stashed so Apps like Digit, which is now called Opportune. Okay. Uh, but Digit, I absolutely love. I still mm-hmm. use it today. I've been using it for mm-hmm. years. I've tried to get other people. Um, but again, it's not called Digit anymore. It's called Opportune, spelled O P. Yeah. Hold on. Let me spell it correctly because they spell it in a weird way. Yeah, they do. Okay. O P O R T U N. So if you try to spell it the other way, you just would like opportunity. No, no, opportune. Right. Okay. Hmm. Um, stash. Branding. I, I guess, also use. Right? What'd you say? I said branding. I guess right. Yeah, I guess. I mean, just, <laughs> you'll find us. We just have a few less letters. That's all. Um, stash. I also use as well as Acorns. Those are more about investing, but you can also save money using those apps, and those are actually very helpful. But I definitely want to shine a light on Patreon because I do have a few patrons that have been patronizing or they've been and they've been supporting me for the last few months. And mm-hmm. it's not a lot, but it does add up. And I forget that it's there. 
which is why I've been making more content so people can go over there to go, you know, check it out and be like, oh, okay, it's worth kind of supporting stuff that he does because he makes more stuff for us to enjoy. And um, yeah, I had one over there and I realized like, oh, wow, I got, you know, a nice little stash saved over here and I, I absolutely needed it. A bit of a related segue. Uh, tow trucks and, and towing and getting your car taken to a lot that you need to pay to get it out. All of it is a racket. It's a scam. And I wish that I had a way in so I could profit off of that too. Okay. Do give us more details. Like why okay. is it a scam? <laughs> and why do you want to get in on it? <laughs> well, well, because uh, my wife's car had to, well, apparently it was incorrect. They found error with it. They found fault with it. So they towed it away out of our parking lot and into the their their lots to be released. To be released, I think, for like one day after it's already, and it was, it was already the end of the day. So we came back and we're like, oh, my God, we got to get the car and we can't get it till tomorrow because it's already closed. So it already had like an overnight fee. And I think each day that it's there was like $25. So I couldn't get it Friday, but so I was like, I'll get it Saturday. Mm -hmm. But getting it released on Saturday, there was like an extra fee because it was off hours or after hours. Are you serious? So, yes. Even though they were open. Even though they were open, it was after hours. So in total, it, it cost me like $300 to get the car out of the lot. And then to get it towed, because uh, I had to get it towed elsewhere, that was an additional, uh, let's see, I thought it was going to be like $30, but it ended up being an additional $50. So just towing fees. Ew. And I mean, I had AAA, yeah. but I don't have, I don't have AAA gold. AAA gold will allow you to uh, tow anywhere, like up to 100 miles. But if you have the regular basic AAA, you only get five miles. I needed to go somewhere that was Which, 10 miles. Uh, oh, hmm? my goodness. I said, <clears throat> that's how they got you. That's how they got me. And they got me even more because they didn't take the route I thought they were going to take. And they ended up going like maybe like 12 miles, which meant Are you each mile. Me? So, yeah. So each did, mile was like an, they got another money. five. Yes, exactly. So Wow. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I ended up spending more than I intended to to get the car out. And... But I say all that to say that, I mean, we're not broke. Got We've got money, but like I didn't have money on hand. Oh, the other insult to injury is that both of these establishments needed cash because of their whatever reasons. Oh, we throw broke the machine that reads cards is broken. And, uh, Are you serious? <laughs> I am They bust their heads like that and can't even take it via card? Mm-mm-mm. Nope, because their machine was broken or like it's after hours or I don't know, the work to buttons. I don't know. So had to give them cash to get this thing out. But and the thing about some bank transfers, like because I had money in one account, but it wouldn't arrive in the account I needed it in until Monday or Tuesday. Right. Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. thanks to Patreon, I was able to (laughs) take the money from there send it straight to like the account that I needed it all within a matter of minutes. And I really thank my patrons for, for donating basically for supporting me yeah. through that because yeah. I was able to do what I needed to do over the weekend. 
and you know not be thank you patrons yes so i wasn't completely butthurt i was just a little bit just not you know completely because these people i mean they they were nice it was just at the same time why it's raining it's raining hard you see me looking all sad and, oh no you know. <laughs> wow Bless uh, your heart. that sounds like yeah. a horrible 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 situation yeah it, it wasn't great but i mean we, we we got through it and it's all good i mean that was a couple weekends ago i'm just saying that that's what happened and i want to thank the patrons for basically bailing me out because that really kind of came through and helped in a big way. So in case you're ever wondering, I mean, not that people are, but in case they are, where does your money go? It helps me get my wife's car out of the lot. So that's, that's where that went. Nice. So, I mean, other times I'm usually kind of uploading, not uploading, but updating my devices or, or software or, you know, stuff. I mean, I mm-hmm. haven't shown uh, I, I know that's actually something I'll show on the Patreon too, is where I work at the church, like all the stuff that I've built over there. I know Courtney, I know mm-hmm. I've showed you some of it before because you asked me questions about lighting and mm-hmm. that's really been my, my main focus lately is to get all the, the lighting together and really hook it up over there. So I think that will be a patron feature that you guys will check out or we'll be able to see soon. And again, other stuff that's on Patreon right now. We did our first Doob After Dark episode, so that's available. And um, more stuff to come, of course, as always. So I jumped the gun, did the recommendations a little earlier than I intended to. That being said, do you have any recommendations, Courtney, for today, tonight, this episode? Um, no recommendations immediately come to mind. Um... Hmm. I've been rewatching Shit's Creek. Oh yes, I gotta rewatch huh? that too. I misspoke. I was supposed to say, "Are what are you grateful for?" Recommendations. I have something different. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, oh, sorry. Now that I've started, you you can't you can't pull that. I know. I know. That I've started. I so. know. You've <laughs> already started. You started talking about Shit's Creek. Uh, recommendation. You this, mm-hmm. is that what you're recommending? I'm sorry. You can go on. <laughs> Jeez, you're all over the place. I so, am. Yes, I recommend Shit's Creek. I love that show, um, and it's it just gets better each time I watch it. Um, so yeah, it's streaming on Hulu. I think that's the only place streaming. That's the only place I, I found so. at least. So um, Hulu, it's it's there. Awesome. Now I don't know if I told you about my about my nostalgia. Um, um, run with Boy Meets World. Did we talk about that yet? Yes, that was last episode's um, recommendation. Well, I would like to recommend that again and <laughs> tell you to go and watch Boy Meets World. It's like it's like TGIF all over again, and I have been loving it. I don't know what it is about that show. It's so corny. It's so. It's so predictable, but it's perfect. And I don't know, sometimes after like a a long day, long week or whatever, it's just good to kind of get back to the basics of just chill, easy TV. And so that has been that for me. And it's like a a comforting blanket for you. It's like a comforting blanket. Yes. And 
I haven't watched it in years. So I remember the episodes enough to be like, oh, yeah, that's when so-and-so did this. But, like, I don't mm-hmm. remember it as well as I do The Office because I just watched it yesterday. So, mm-hmm. you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? I do, so I do, I recommend I do. Schitt's Creek as well as Boy Meets World. They'll, they'll scratch different itches, and but they both hit the spot, you know? Mm-hmm. And then depending on who you're talking to, they'll probably be like, well, maybe you should just get some lotion. But I do know what you're talking <laughs> about. And I exactly. can't think of I can't think of a lubricating kind of show. But since I'm already <laughs> lost in this kind of show, I yeah, I know I'm already lost in this like um, analogy, this metaphor. So I'm just going to move on and just glaze right over it with um, another show. This this wasn't meant to be my recommendation, but it was. Initially, I just couldn't remember it until you started talking about shows, specifically Shit's Creek, because of the connection that it has. So bear with me here. No, it's not even that long of a, of a bear, but it's basically father and son in a, or even a parent and their child in real life, but also in a TV show such as mm-hmm. Shit's Creek and then a show like... Mm-hmm. Um, Oh, it's Lopez versus Lopez, I believe, which I've not watched. I don't know how that show yeah, is. Yeah, it's his daughter, right? I believe so. And then... Like his real-life daughter. There's... Right, which I would now want to check to make sure. But right now, or not right now, but really recently, a new show on Netflix called Unstable, which I really, really enjoyed. It was Unstable. very, very funny. Okay. Yes, it is starring Rob Lowe. Um and Perkins, but okay. no, it's starring R- Rob Lowe <laughs> right. and his his real life son, and they okay. are playing father and son in the show too. So it's mm-hmm. it's great. Mm-hmm. It's a quick watch too. It's only like eight episodes, I believe, so it should go through pretty quickly. And I think it's actually worth nice. watching again. So yeah, now it's called Unstable. Yes. Nice. Okay. Looking it up right now. Okay. And I'm like, wait, is it called Unstable? But yes. Yes, it is. Okay. So that is my unofficial recommendation, but it is a recommendation. Definitely check it out. My real recommendation, this was (laughs) a follow-up conversation that you and I were having, Courtney. So I'm Mm -hmm. actually going to let the rest of the world in on it. Now, please know I do not advocate um, drinking to get drunk or excessive mm. drinking or alcoholism, any of that. Because it's, mm-hmm. it's real out there. But for yeah. those, you know, who can drink socially, mm-hmm. Lambrusco, that is my recommendation. Okay. Lambrusco. It, yes. And this only came about because of the other show that I've recommended twice now, or maybe even three times, Grand Crew, which comes on NBC mm-hmm. slash Peacock. Mm-hmm. And there's this whole segment in this in this one particular episode where these two characters keep ordering more Lambrusco because not because well it is because it's so good but it's because it also makes you just feel good because it's a red fizzy wine and it's just it's just nice on the palate it's just like ooh I like this it's a little sweet so it's just just got all the right notes going on and I'm like oh okay this is nice I like this is is Lambrusco on Netflix Oh no, no, it's it's not a show. It's it's the it's, it's the an name actual of, drink. Oh it's God. an actual drink. It's the type of wine. Got so it, got it, got it. like 
I legit had to ask ask someone where it was because it's not something that may necessarily be out like with all the the Merlots or or the mm-hmm. um yeah you you probably would have to ask your your local winery like hey do you have any Lambrusco and then they would bring you to that area mm-hmm. where they keep their Lambrusco and this particular place only had like two different brands so I just went with one of them and mm-hmm. I think it was like seven dollars and I mean. For me, I don't quite understand the price of things. If like if it's more expensive because it's from Italy, like this was from Italy. It says it was from Italy. Mm-hmm. Everything else on it mm-hmm. was Italian, and um, it was by Mario, so he made it. And um, <laughs> I don't know, but it tasted really good. So, okay, I'm gonna have to try it. Yeah, I figured I'd definitely have to tell you about it because I know we we discussed it prior and. I never got back to you on how it was. And yeah, that is a definitely a recommendation because it's fancy. So like, mm-hmm. yes, classy, like Sterling. Sterling is classy. And I will drink this classy <laughs> drink. Yep. <laughs> you said I that in the least like, classiest way possible. Oh, I know. But I felt like the classiest lady at the place when when uh, Derek, the bartender, uh, gave me the drink um, because he was describing it and I was like because it has gin in and I was like oh gin Ooh. but he was like no but this is like a hibiscus flavored it was like it had a purple tint so it was a little bit of a mm. uh, I guess sweeter and it, it, it I don't know it just had a better approach than regular gin which I don't like <laughs> regular gin um, mm-hmm. and so he made it and then he like I was watching him and it was really cool and he was like it has to be shaken it can't be stirred no I'm sorry it has to be stirred it cannot be shaken and so then Mm. he was telling me the reasons why because apparently it could change like the flavor profile of the drink and it could bruise it and I was like why you can bruise a drink okay cool 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 and so Mm. he and I was like so how do you know when it's done like he was just sitting there talking the whole time I'm like you're not timing it you're I'm sure he's he's watching it but I said, how do you even know it's done? And so he was like, well, you know, when when it gets frosty on the outside of the glass, like when you touch it and your fingers can feel the frost, also it kind of feels different and it sounds different. I was like, wow, this guy knows a lot Mm of what he's doing. (laughs) So it was Mm -hmm. was just a whole experience. And then I don't even know what the little twig herb thing it was that he lit on fire, but he lit it on fire and placed it on top and kind of clamped it to the side of the glass. Just as a, just as a presentation, it had nothing to do with the actual drink, but it was just the presentation of it, mm. and it was just, it was such a nice, like, nice uh, experience. It was really neat. But um, Man, I love, but yeah, I love that, and just that the drink itself had an experience, like it being made, yeah. and, and almost as if it was like a magic trick, the way that you're describing yeah. it, where he's like, oh, yeah. and yes, this all this is happening. Meanwhile, you know, mm-hmm. the, the drink is preparing itself, mm-hmm. and it's... Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was neat. It was, was very neat. Mm. And it was a good drink. Like, it had an interesting kick to it, and not in like a alcoholic kick, but like it, 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 it had a touch of a spice to it, even though like it tasted very sweet, but not like too sweet because I don't like sweeter drinks or sweeter cocktails. Mm. But it had enough of a sweetness to it where it wasn't biting since it was a gin. But I guess the mm. gin part of it kind of hits you, hit the back of your throat, but not in like an abrasive way. It's so hard to explain. It's very smooth and it and it had like a hit of a bite, 
that was perfect. It was it was just perfect. So I think one day what we'll do, like once we're like we're fully grown ups and like just being able to do whatever we want, whenever we feel like we do what we want to do, we will do things like this where we will go to bars and try drinks and then describe them the best that we can without using any mm-hmm. of the terms that actual drinkers of like these fine liqueurs can describe them. Right. Um, although right. you did call it neat, which I, is a way to prepare. Oh, I think. yes. No. And <laughs> It, it not I just said that I was explaining it in like a, it was neat to watch the process. Not that it was made neat. Cause I have heard that process or I've heard that term of course, but I don't know it. So I don't know if it was neat. It didn't have any ice in it, but. Oh, <laughs> but is that I what makes it neat is if it has ice? I don't know. Oh, okay. Right? I, I was going to say, well what makes, done. Yeah. No, no, no. I don't know what a drink. Oh, I don't know what makes a, a drink, drink neat or not. I'm not mm. uh, that cultured. <laughs> I know olives makes it dirty. So I know that part. I didn't know that. Okay. Mm. Well, because I was even okay. having a discussion with, with the bartender. I was like, I'm a wine drinker. I, you know, I do spirits, I guess, but I don't know like a whole lot about them. I don't know the differences in a lot of stuff. And I mean, even with my wine uh, hobby, I'm not like a connoisseur in that I know specific terms where I use terms like full-bodied or robust I mean I don't know what that means for like on an actual like I get it but I don't know it for sure so I said I like wine but I don't I couldn't like sit here and describe it to you or anything like that um Mm -hmm. and so I was asking a bunch of questions about this particular drink just because he was very you know open to it and he was making it right there in front of me. And I was like, okay, so tell me about this, you know, and he did. So it was very, hmm. very educational and entertaining at the same time. <laughs> that is my favorite thing because that is what I want this podcast to be known as is educational mm-hmm. and entertaining, more entertaining than educational, but sneaking, you know, uh, there's that, what's that? There's a word they combined. I think it's education or something. I don't know. Um, but you definitely did yeah. not education. Yeah. You did not have a neat drink. And I will tell you why you didn't have a neat drink. Because when you order a liquor neat, it means that you want a shot of liquor poured straight from the bottle into a glass and served it at room temperature. So it's got nothing else in it. Okay. Just so if you if you just had like a little shot of gin, just gin, then you'd have a gin neat. Yes. But that's that's not what you had. You most people just say I need a shot of gin or I need a shot of tequila. Like just give it like that. I don't know. <laughs> mm-hmm. Or like you would prefer me to order a red wine. You want me to order it neat. So, yeah. <laughs> but it's not a shot. So I think it has to be a shot, right? Or it, well, it just has to be straight I out think the it, bottle. Yeah. A neat drink wouldn't be shaken or stirred with ice, poured over ice, or mixed with anything. Think of it as an mm-hmm. uncluttered, tidy drink. Oh, maybe it would have to be a shot, I guess. And it has to be a liqueur. So that doesn't include oh. wine. Wine is its own thing, or it's or a spirit, I guess, because spirits and liqueurs are different, right? True, true. Know. So we could still be misspeaking, but hey, we're learning. So leave us alone, but don't you contact <laughs> us because no one contacts me. Please contact me, <laughs> but no, yes, um, indubed at indubpod at gmail.com. Yes, yeah, email address. Yes, so 
And if you have insight, you're a bartender or you are a drink aficionado and you know these terms and what they mean, you can, I, I will happily take correction. We will read it here next episode mm -hmm. and we'll get our facts straight. But that's it for um, Drankin 101. Um, that's spelled D-R-A-N-K-I-N apostrophe. So, um, yeah. That's right. Mm hmm So I said I was, uh, now we're moving back from the drinks and we're going back to gratefulness. I was grateful for Patreon and all the people that support. What are you grateful for today? I am grateful for my hubs. I love him. Mm. And Aww. I know I've mentioned him before, of course, but I'm just grateful for him. And like we recently had a little bit of a, I don't want to call it an argument but had a little bit of a hiccup i guess oh, and so I, yeah, I know the term it's a um a heated fellowship <laughs> i like that i like that <laughs> but see heated fellowship could be a term better reserved for indube after dark so you would think hmm. that but then we could say <laughs> it's a spicy fellowship Ooh, i like that okay so no in this case i'm not speaking of a spicy um, fellowship. I am speaking of a heated fellowship. Yes. Um, but yeah, and so proud of both of us because we addressed it and, you know, if one of us got a little too heated, we would correct it and speak like in a more civil tone and it, mm. you know, it, it was a civil discussion overall and so I you know, and so even now this happened last week, but even now we're like still working through it and still talking about it and still figuring out how to how to best communicate with one another and meet each other where we are and compromise where needed. And I don't know, I'm just I'm very I'm very proud of both of us for um, being in a situation that is not awesome but we're not like giving up on it we're not giving up on each other and it just I like we were talking about um part of the uh, topic today <clears throat> and it's clear that both of us really want to accommodate the other we want the other to be happy and um we want to uh, we want to uh, make our home as peaceful as possible and so um and we're we both feel like that like because nobody is wrong or I guess right we're both right nobody's wrong I guess so mm -hmm. um just finding that that middle ground finding that happy medium is what we're working on and it does take a little bit of work but we're working on it and so I don't know just grateful for him we had a great time and Eureka Springs, he made me dinner and breakfast today because we're both off. So just, I don't know. Aww. I'm just, hmm. I know, right? Because food is my, is definitely my lo love language and he knows that. So he, <laughs> he's, you know, laying it on mm -hmm. thick and I love that for me. <laughs> I mean, but, breakfast and dinner, like, I dude. Know, I know. Dude, you're making I other know. husbands look bad. Like, calm I down, know. calm down. Well, he's off and he's just like he knows that I love it so it just kind of works out but I don't know I'm just mm. even if he hadn't done that I'm just grateful for him and grateful that you know we're able to talk things through for better or worse and that's 
that is the most important thing. Like that's something that my parents have told me long before mm-hmm. Ashley even came around saying how important communication is. And it definitely sounds like that's what you guys are doing, which is great. It, like it's like the number one thing. Like I couldn't, I don't think I could deal with not talking to, to my help mate, my partner and just talking about everything, yeah. every little thing too. Just like yeah. see that wrinkle in that shirt get it out or whatever. It doesn't matter. It's just this fact that we're talking about it the, from the, from the, the serious to the, um, I don't know, the silly, I can't think of the other word. I was just the non, non important thing. Mundane. But we talk about everything mundane. Yes. That word works. So <laughs> we, we, and that's important and it makes it so much easier to just, to just bring up those, even those difficult topics, the things you don't mm-hmm. really want to talk about, but you need to. Mm-hmm. And then it's mm-hmm. not so bad afterwards because you're like okay so it's addressed the so we'll just handle it and it may not be handled overnight but at least we're discussing it i mean exactly car situation that that was a whole that was a difficult weekend honestly but obviously we had to discuss it and how we were going to move forward and um yeah so but yes kudos to you both and I guess good job, Daniel, making Courtney <laughs> breakfast and dinner, yep. making the rest of us husbands be like, "What? Are, what are you doing?" I, I'm, I just, yep. of course, I, I'm kidding because I mean, we kind of swap off. We we swap off in when it comes to making fee, uh, meals. If I'm home, I'll mm-hmm. definitely make breakfast. And Friday nights we make breakfast for dinner, so that's that's our yeah. thing here. Nice at the at this household. So if should you ever be in town in Connecticut sometime soon, Courtney, this actually invitation is just for you, not for any listener. We, we don't invite. Just, <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Not just anybody. Mm-hmm. Right. So yes, you'd be either getting pancakes or French toast or eggs, bacon, sausage, kielbasa, whatever we have or whatever you want, you know, we'll go out and get it so we can, uh, so I can make it and whip it up for you. So, cause breakfast is my specialty. So Nice. And I love me some breakfast. I love me some breakfast. Sorry, you got a little I muffled. It. I literally didn't hear what you just said. Oh my gosh. I said, I love me some breakfast. And then I repeated it like twice. <laughs> oh, okay. Maybe your voice got really low because it just, just disappeared. I'm like, what? You love what? And I was, I'm trying to copiously take notes to be ready. Mm-hmm. So, because again, I'm trying to prepare stuff for when you come to Connecticut, when you come to Connecticut, when you come yeah. to see repetition helps, <laughs> it helps get in the psyche. Thank you. So that way, thank you. Next thing you know, oh, that's what's going to happen. You're going to start getting like ads popping up on your phone or whenever you're scrolling the interwebs and it'll be a plane tickets to Connecticut to a Harford or to Bradley Airport because that's where the airport is. So, you know, and you just start, you know. <laughs> Your phone is gonna start trying to get you to come. I'm sure. It's, I'm sure. I'm sure it's happening right now as we speak. Literally, as we speak. Great! I cannot wait. <laughs> so, with that, um, and I'm assuming you're still gonna be on like social media hiatus. Are you just? Uh, did you want to shout Child. out anything or to be nope. found? Nope. Okay. <laughs> we are still on hiatus over here. Gotcha. And I mean, you're not missing much. I will say Twitter has, I mean, it's not a complete dumpster fire, but there is a thing that is now happening that I can't quite, like I'm even losing words. They increase the, 
how many characters you can tweet at a time. Again, so it's not 240? No, of course not. It's not 240. No, it's at this point, you can tweet or rather, let's, let me put it this way. I went to somebody's like Twitter page or whatever, and then it has this mm-hmm. little space now that says show more. And then a whole, oh, like, yeah. like a, 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 like a chapter from a Bible from the Bible came out. I'm like, oh, this no. is too much. I, who's wow. I, I need a too long, didn't read version of this or I don't know, a 240 tweet character tweet so wow yeah wow yeah that's a bit much a bit merch well have you heard that that your favorite ceo billionaire um has the humor of a 12 year old child and Um, has an obsession with boobs which you know who doesn't right but right there's a time and a there's a time and a place you know and mm-hmm. what he did to the sun in, I think, San Francisco. You heard about that? I'm not sure, but does this need to be Twitter After Dark, too? Because, I mean, I, I, mean, I don't know. I don't know where Twitter you're going. After dark. Well, it may be Twitter After Dark, so I'll save it. But basically, he's he's a uh, um, a booty face um, and has, again, has the humor of a 12-year-old um, and... Like he's the guy that's running the company, which is the part that I'm just like, what, what, what? Um, you know, I haven't been on Twitter in a while. I mean, I, I went not long ago, but it's not somewhere I frequent, and I don't, I don't miss it. You know, I miss my friends, right? But that, I don't that miss, I miss the atmosphere. <laughs> yeah. As as the the fallen Kanye West once uh, poetically said. No one man should have all that power. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, that's, I mean, he's done some other things too. Like at one point, the Twitter icon was the Doge coin with the little, little Doge dog thing. So that's, mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. happened at one point, but it's now back to Twitter mm-hmm. again. So, yeah. And I too, I don't do really. Did purpose? He did it on purpose. Like, I think it was supposed to be some kind of joke. Other people thought, like, is this a really late April Fool's joke? Because why? So, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. Huh. Um, He's a he's an odd one. He, he really is. And I <laughs> also like you. I, more much better than I do. <laughs> like, he's such a weirdo. You're like, he's very strange. <laughs> he's he's an odd duck. I think as someone or not bird, there's a, there's some phrase someone had said, I'm like, I need to hang on to that one. And I think it might've been like, he's an odd duck or an odd bird. I don't know. It was just something about that phrase. It yeah. just encapsulates him so much. I'm like, yes. Yeah. yeah. He's yeah. I mean, there's many other things, but we will, I don't know. We'll take, maybe take a little deep dive into, into his, uh, eccentricities another day because I mm-hmm. don't know. I don't even know where to begin. Or where to end. Yeah. So we're just going to move on from that. And I too, I like you, I am not necessarily on Twitter, but I am definitely on the Black Twitter app. Still going strong. Mm-hmm. Please support that too mm-hmm. if you can. Uh, but, you know, I don't know what I'm trying to say there, but just <laughs> support the app if you are <laughs> on it. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, I'm over there. Add and dupe. Thank you for stopping by, pressing play. Remember to tell the folks that you love that you love them. And all that good mushy stuff. Remember to wash your hands, your feet, the legs, your legs, not the legs, because mm-hmm. don't 
touch yeah. other people unless they're your yeah. children consent. that's different you can or yes. consent consent you know yes please consent 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 don't be a weirdo like elon musk or um <laughs> the dalai lama not going to talk about that we're going to move on um oh, remember moving on. we're moving on <laughs> remember to um tip your waitresses and say goodnight to your kids i forgot the rest of my saying you've been listening to the <laughs> podcast thank you so much for stopping by and pressing play and remember if the world didn't suck henceforth and forevermore we all said amen oops you said amen amen we'd all fall off if the world didn't suck though yes that's what i forgot too i got so yep. off tra- it's elon musk's fault i'm blaming him it's literally his fault it's his fault screwed up everything and his, his dang <laughs> no. satellites messing up the sky, making me think there's UFOs, but yeah. Right, right. Thank you so much for listening to the Indube Podcast. To get more Indube in your life, check out Indube.com, Patreon.com slash Indube, and of course, merch over at Public. Email us your Ask Indube questions comments, or just say hi at indupod at gmail.com. Linky dinks in the descripts. Please rate, comment, follow, subscribe, and hashtag tell your friends. Until next time.